Stella Belafonte here, and thank you for joining me at my table on this Tuesday for another tasty top pick. We're going to have an appetizer because I'm greedy. Then there's the main course, which is what brought you here in the first place. And we'll end things with a sweet dessert. Boy, have I ever. I hope you're hungry. Enjoy. Stop doing the podcast. It ain't stopping. Y'all gonna get this podcast. Stella Belafonte here. God damn it. Yes, that's what I said. Damn it. I'm on fire right now. Fuck. I'm not feeling good. Stella's going through it. As you see, though, my voice is bad. So the fact that I'm yelling and screaming, ain't that what they always said about kids? Well, if they're yelling and screaming, and and old folks, if they're yelling and screaming, they must feel better. Well, damn it, I ain't feeling much better, but I've recovered from my case to the streets. Well, now I'm up. I wasn't feeling good, but welcome to my table, and welcome to another Tuesday. Now, I don't know about this one being so tasty, but first let me tell you what's got me yelling and screaming. I have got to learn... As old as I am, tasters, I'm still trying to find out how to deal with people's emotions and people misinterpreting your moods because of however their day is going. I'm going to give it up. I was just on the phone with one of my closest male friends. He and I have been friends for a very long time, since elementary school. And he and I, we battle a lot. We, we go back and forth a lot because I told him, It's like there are people in your life that are just on a mission to misunderstand you. Or if they're having a funky day, they take their funky day out on you. And I just got into a back and forth with him because he had shared something with me. And um, I didn't react to what he shared the way he feels I should have reacted. And he thought he was going to flip on me. No, not today. God damn it. No, not today. It is 90 something degrees. And I don't fucking feel my best. I am not going to allow him or anybody in my circle to get me in a a worse mood than I'm already in. When I say mood, let me tell you something. Health-wise, growing older, I am 45 years old. You know, I don't have to hide my age. Everybody who listens to me, all of my tasters, all of my listeners, you know I'm in my 40s. Being my age comes with a lot of bullshit. You get what I'm saying? I don't care how good you look. I don't care how your DMs is popping. Once you pass a certain age, unless you are one of these health and wellness gurus and, and you know, every doing everything right. I'm talking about stretching four times a day, working out three times a day, drinking nothing but juice and water. I'm talking about whole juices and growing your own vegetables in your own damn garden. You're going to feel things. You're going to have aches and pains and bumps and bruises and shit that fuck you up. And the last thing that you need when you're feeling them things is people to send their feelings and in their emotions who are not in any physical pain just fucking with you because they got an attitude about shit, about life, about work, relationships, anything. I have to learn how to deal with people when they're feeling those feelings without reacting like I do. See, my biggest reaction to everybody that gets on my nerves, especially via phone, 
the click. I'm so mad sometimes that everything is cell phones because I miss that old school hanging up, banging that phone into a cradle in somebody's ear when they piss you off. Because I, I feel like just the, the silence of ending a call, it doesn't have the same impact. Remember how impactful it used to be back in the days when somebody slammed the phone down and made you want to fight? Call back. Did you just hang up the phone on me? Well, that's how I feel right now. Like, honestly, I, I, I'm late. By the time you all, all three of you, listen to this tasty topic, it's going to be past the 12 o'clock hour. And you know what? I apologize. But I am going to give you content because that's my promise. I want to shout out my favorite down south cousin, Glam PJ, for letting me know that I hadn't uploaded yet and that she was waiting on me to upload a tasty topic. So again, welcome to my table. Let's go. So today I am going to offer you a big personal buffet. This is a personal buffet for one. And I'm going to just be binging on a couple of topics today. First of all, let's start since I jumped into my health and wellness with my mentals, my mentals. Up jumps the motherfucking monkey. Part two, round two of this monkey business. According to... New York State Governor Kathy H. I gotta be real with you. Ever since my man Cuomo left office, it took me a while to even know who the fuck the governor of New York State was. I'm not clear on the pronunciation of her last name because I honestly have never heard anyone say it. Is it Haku? Is it Hachu? Is it Hoko? Well, we're gonna call her Governor H. According to Governor H, New York State is now a declared state of emergency because of the monkeypox epidemic. And honestly, the shit is fucking scary. It's got people being singled out. Like, don't be caught dead in public in New York City or New York State scratching because people are going to accuse you of having this shit. Now, then there was an issue with it being considered an STD. Apparently, it's not sexually transmitted, but... If you engage in sexual contact with an infected person, which, again, I don't understand how people are doing that because of the visibility of the symptoms. If you engage in sexual contact with someone who is infected with the monkeypox virus, you will definitely probably end up with it. And I'm going to give you a little brief rundown just to keep yourself safe. Symptoms appear within three weeks of exposure. You get rash, fever, headaches, muscle aches, backaches, sore throats, coughs, swollen lymph nodes, chills, exhaustion. And then one to four days later, you get that rash. You keep calling it a rash tasters. It's not a rash. It's big, giant, pus-filled bubbles all over your body. Covering your hands, your mouth, your chest, your feet, your face, inside your ears. I heard that it covers your genitals. It's like chicken pox to the 10th power. And um, mentally, the shit has got me fucked up. Because you, you don't know which way to go with it. You know, I live in this big city. I come outside. Even though I drive, I work underground. There are times that I don't drive. You know, um, I have to get on the train just out of convenience. There's not always parking in New York City. We know that. And um, I might get on the train. But it's like you don't want to sit. You don't want to stand. You don't want to 
grab onto a grab pole. You don't want to do shit. It's like if you're on the train, I wish I could just make myself invisible or, or just fold up into myself so I don't have to touch nothing or anyone or be breathed on or touched by anything. And honestly, it's fucking with my mentals. I got to be real with you. There's a couple of people that I met hanging out since the summer started just on some cool shit and some fun shit and i i've kind of like backed up from them because it's like i don't fucking know you i'm backing up from certain invites and shit and you know like yo it it, is fucking with me mentally it's a drain you know you don't know bad enough and it's not like we negated one for the other. It's not like we got rid of the, the 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 cozy 19 and now we got this monkey madness. No, now it's a bunch of both out here in, in, in these streets. So motherfuckers are still getting sick from the COVID. And now you got to worry about monkey pox. And then, you know, you got people that saying, you know, it, it's not so bad. I'm going to shout out my, my girl, Sheena. We had a little uh, 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 laugh session about it. She was like, come on, come on. It's only two weeks, Stella. You can't handle this shit for two weeks. No, God damn it. I can't handle having that shit on me for two weeks, for two hours, for two minutes. I don't even want this shit in my system. I've seen comedy and post about maybe walking around in a hazmat suit you know what maybe we should because one thing they're not saying with New York and a couple of other places California I was told Chicago mostly Illinois being declared emergency disaster areas they're not telling you what this entails all they're doing is dropping all of these posts about what monkeypox is and maybe how to prevent it prevent it rather but what are we doing about the shit in the meantime you know is there going to be another quarantine are we going to get shut down you know are there certain jobs where you will be more prone to contracting the shit than other jobs like i don't know but again tasters it's fucking with me and speaking of things is fucking with me what else is fucking with me i don't know what happened in the whole month of july but i hope this shit ends in the month of august as you're listening to this it is currently august 2nd what the hell is going on with women being attacked like we are really under attack from men and i'm calling you to the carpet again motherfuckers as usual it's the black man how much shit have I heard black men putting on women in the month of July alone? Let's start with your boy, your favorite part-time rapper, talk show host, comedy rap battle competition leader, Nick Cannon. Talking about women's hygiene. According to your man, Nick, a lot of women out here have funk boxes. And what's going on between their legs is causing an odor. And they're really smelly. And that a lot of women, majority of women out here, could use a little help with their hygiene. Yes, these are the words of Nick Cannon, who they have now dubbed Father Time, Noah, a bunch of other names, Papa Smurf, Nick Cannon, who's out here 
just waving his fleshy magic wand around the world, impregnating women that he is not in relationships with, not committed to, not married to in any way, shape, or form. Just shooting his seed into various different women, getting them pregnant. Now I'm seeing pregnancies by the same woman after you've gotten another woman pregnant in between. Um, I don't know if anybody told Nick Cannon, but um, pregnancies are caused by dick. Like, I don't know. The way he's making babies, they said he's on number eight. Maybe he doesn't know. Like, is, are people extracting sperm from Nick Cannon in his sleep? Is he going to sperm banks and, and, and having women artificially inseminated? Because unless that's what the fuck is going on, Nick Cannon has no right to be discussing women's vaginal health, discussing women's feminine hygiene, and speaking about odors. And let me tell you something, tasters. I'm new to this game, fairly new. And I don't have the backing that a lot of people have, nor do I have the listeners, you know, or what's the word that I'm looking for? You know, the following. I don't have the major following that a lot of these major followed people have. But when I listen to them, I don't understand why people like and love them so much. I really don't. And this is not hate. This is honesty. Because Nick Cannon said this. I don't know if this was an old interview, but for some reason, he seems to enjoy that Angela Yee woman who um, has this huge following that people seem to love. And I don't understand it. The one or two times I've listened to The Breakfast Club and um, heard the things that they talk about, Angela, Sharla, and DJ Envy, Angela Yee is the person in the group that... If she didn't show up for work, I wouldn't miss her. When Angela Yee doesn't have anything to say, I'm never the one that's like, damn, let her speak. Let Angela Yee talk. She's got something intelligent to say because that's never the case. So I bring her up because it was on her show that Nick Cannon made these statements about women's vaginal health and feminine hygiene and I think it's fucking disgusting you get what I'm saying like like men like Nick Cannon y'all was about to say the n-word niggas like Nick Cannon like if you're just gonna be out here having sex with women just humbly fuck I'm serious humbly fuck make your babies like he's not the first to do it men been making babies with multiple women for years especially men with a little money in their pocket you get what I mean like just humbly fuck humbly have your babies don't speak on women's vaginals the smells don't talk about what you think women need help with as far as they 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 vaginal health and hygiene it's fucking insulting it really is and then you know what else i oh and then it, it, it triggered, like, it, an avalanche started. You know, it's like a one, once you start with one, here go, goes another. He had a, a nigga put up a post about a woman who came over to have sex with him. You know, I guess a hookup, a sneaky link, whatever the case may be. And he made fun of this woman because before they were ready to have sex, she excused herself to the restroom to, you know, do the little, you know, what they call it, the whole bath. Little, little whole bath, wipe herself down. And he laughed and put up a post about it because she smelled like his pomegranate soap. And he thought that it was very raggedy and low 
brow of her to be using his stinky itchy pomegranate soap to wash her twat and to add insult to injury he had to let the world know that she balled up a sock to use as a wash rag now let me tell you something fuck him for blowing her up that's one two if you are so nasty that you first of all let me let, let's get on him first and then i'm gonna get on our good sis who at least he didn't blow up her name because you got niggas doing that in posts lately i'm um, telling their stories and exposing women you know like putting their ig names and shit like why are we doing that but anyway let's let's get on him first what type of living situation do you have that you only got one nasty bar of soap in your bathroom anyway and a sock? Where are your bath cloths? Where are your towels? Where are your, your face rags? Where's anything? That's one. Um, two, no, no, we're going to stick on that. Where's all your body washing stuff? And uh, what's the problem with a woman excusing herself to bathe before she has sex with you? And she didn't say that, at least he didn't say that she stank. He didn't say that the woman smelled bad, but he thought it was hilarious that she smelled like his little sliver of pomegranate soap. And I felt really fucked up because they're probably young. I'm, I'm taking it that whoever this cat is that made this post, shading this young woman, is young too. And, you know, outside of these young successful men that's, doing all of this flossing and, 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 and showing off on Instagram and Facebook, you know, with all this money and these riches. For the ones who aren't built like that and don't have that, you can still be clean. You can still keep your house stocked. How about not inviting women over when you don't have certain products in your bathroom? I used to always make a joke about that. If I go to a man's house and the only thing that he got is Vaseline and intensive care lotion and a comb, and a, a bottle of a, a can of Murray's, he ain't the man for me. And I am going to put my Batman on the spot. My Batman has so many beautiful male hygiene products in his bathroom. I told him he needs to start doing ads. Ads for Scotch Porter, all of these wonderful people. Like just, he has everything. All the soaps, all the lotions, all the colognes. Take your pick. When you go into my Batman's home, it's like being at, at a perfume counter in a major department store. That's how many products he has just for his hygiene alone, just for his grooming. So as a man, for you to have very spare amounts of you know, grooming products and then to make fun of a woman for wanting to smell fresh before having sex with you. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's a fucking disgrace. And now I'm going to get on little sis. I'm going to get on all the little sisters because I've been here. If you're old enough to have sex, I don't care what the age I'm just going to put it out there. This is something I want all my little sisters to know. You got to be old enough and brave enough to tell men your feelings about hygiene, about their home situations, about your health and your wellness. You should not be afraid to say to a man, I'm coming over, should I? First of all, if you're going to a man's house, let me, let me just give you rule number one. Pack your own whole bag. Pack everything. Pack your feminine wash, your body wash, your little peppermint soap, your bath cloth, your toothbrush your body spray extra change of drawers you know shit happens pack it all like an extra 
a pad if you have to, tampons. You got some of these men, you know, out here slinging dick and your period might have been five days away. The shit might come down while you're in the bed with this man. Pack a good hoe bag. This is what I'm saying. If you're going to be grown enough and bold enough to be out here having sexual, with great sexual freedom comes great sexual responsibility. I don't care how young you are. But the reason why I'm putting it on little sisters because I would pray by a certain age. 30 and better, you should know better. But if you don't, here's the rules. Pack a whole bag. If you enter a man's home and he doesn't have certain things, first of all, I feel like you should be making up an emergency situation and leaving at home. But if you feel like you like this man so much and maybe the dick is going to be good, you had a little drink and you said, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? He might not have much. Have your own. Because when you don't have your own and you don't take care of your own feminine hygiene, these men will talk bad about you. They will discuss you with their friends. Now, you know, somebody gave these niggas a mic. They will discuss you in podcasts. They will be the Nick Cannons of the world sitting slouched down in the couch grinning with women like Angela Yee, who instead of taking up for women and telling women what needs to be done or how they can protect themselves from insults like Nick Cannon and from BV, because that's what most men come from BV you know bacterial vaginosis if you all don't know you know take care of yourself because a lot of these women are not going to look out for you either they're going to laugh with the, the Nick Cannons of the world because they have money and they're going to agree with them and, and it's fucked up and speaking of agreement I'd actually posted another woman um, oh, I wish I could remember her name. When I remember her name, I am going to put her on blast. Good blast because I love her. It's like spiritual warrior or somebody. And she was talking about the v, the BV thing with Nick Cannon. And I posted it on my Instagram and my stories. Tasters, I was blown away by the amount of men who actually said that it is women's faults. I had a follower tell me that women need to take accountability. We need to take accountability for our piss poor, pissy pussies and not taking care of our hygiene. And it's just disgusting. And then I'm going to get back on men again. You know what is disgusting? For every man that talks shit about a woman's personal hygiene and how bad her vagina smells and her twat is nasty and, and singing and humming. You know what I'm not hearing these men say? She was so stink, I didn't fuck her. She smells so bad, I put my dick away. I rolled my dick back up and put it in its pants and, and, and asked her to leave because she smells so bad. I'm not hearing this. I'm hearing women talk shit about how bad women smell and then it's have a nice day. And let me tell you something, tasters. I'm going to, um, let, let's, let's talk about a memory. We're going to go back down memory lane. This, this could be added to it. I know you fucking lying. Um, I can remember a situation when I was young. And everybody first started trying to play around with sex and shit. There was a woman, a young lady in our group who things were said like this about her. And I thought it was ugly. But, you know, when you were young, especially back then, I'm a 70s baby. Excuse me, tasters. And um, men born in the 70s and the early 80s, they were really mean. I don't know if it was because a lot of their mothers were on crack and drunks and dope fiends and shit and they just just raised a lot of mean sons. And you know what these mean sons were out here doing? They were always talking about how bad somebody smelled. How funky somebody's box was. And there was a young woman in our circle that got teased for having a bad smelling box. I ain't never smelt her. I never had no issue with it. She actually kept a very clean home and um, all the shit. 
And I noticed that the one dude in our group who talked the most about her was secretly screwing her. Ain't that some shit? And she had no idea. We were all one big circle. Just a big circle of friends from the neighborhood all grew up together, hanging out and stuff. So, you know, in the midst of circles like that when you're young, you're going to have people to sneak fucking, shouldn't be fucking. Or, you know, one of the dudes in the group like one more than the other and he's scared to tell the one that he fucking with. So he starts sneak fucking the friend. And that's what was going on. It was some sneak fucking going on. But I'm bringing all of this up because in the middle of all that sneak fucking, the nigga that was doing the sneak fucking with homegirl in our circle would um, make fun of her he made fun of her hygiene he, he would even make comments like i don't even see how y'all be chilling with that bitch like that mind you we're all a circle y'all be smelling her well apparently you 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 must have worn nose clips every time you beat because you were the main one this nigga you from my past making fun of this woman's hygiene and fucking her that's why, you know, I take things that men say with a grain of salt. And that, I am going to give that advice to my women listeners, too. This is for all of my tasters, old and young. Yeah, like I said, this is going to be a buffet, honey. I'm binge eating the day, tasters. Um, never listen to men when they badmouth women. I just had a conversation with a family member about this. When it comes to their hygiene, when it comes to their looks, when they talk shit about women, just take it with a grain of salt, let it go in one ear and out the other. Because I have had heard some of the worst things said about let men tell it some of the worst looking and smelling women. And behind everybody's back, they were secretly fucking these women. So, um, yeah, that, that was disgusting. I, I didn't like Nick for it. And I've never been a huge Nick Cannon fan, but I never had a problem with him. You know, I always thought that he was a bit of a clown. I thought it was very odd when he put on a turban and it was determined that he had all of this knowledge and wisdom. You know, it's funny how what we, you know, what we assume is, is wise and woke. And, and it takes very little for us to believe in the, in the wisdom and the wokeness of somebody. A turban, a cup of tea, a post where we're burning sage. And, and, and moving crystals around. And all of a sudden, people believe that we are wise and woke and can speak on everything. From women's personal hygiene to why it's okay to just have babies with several women that you aren't married to. Now, let's jump into, yeah, I, I'm on y'all ass today, men, black men. Let's talk about this other shit that's going on with um Neo. I know everybody's hurting. I ain't even know the motherfucker, the singer Neo, had been married for the past eight years. Eight years? God bless the woman that was married to him for eight years. And, um, because I don't see it. I laughed at all the posts. We all know that Neo is a bad looking brother. Let's let, let's call a spade a black ass motherfucking spade. I'm not a part of this new generation where nobody's ugly, nobody looks bad, everybody's beautiful in their own right. Neo was one of the motherfuckers that got the, 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 the looks in the face and only a mother could love. Let's let's be real about it. And I feel like homegirl that just exposed him, his wife, is just exposed that for the past eight years. This all ties in together that this man that she's been married to and gave three kids to with his funny looking ass has been out paying prostitutes for sex, unprotected sex in their whole eight years of marriage. So the reason why I brought this up, let's talk about women's um, vaginal health and hygiene again. Who are these men to talk about how bad women smell and how we need help with their with our, our feminine hygiene and our vaginas? When they're out here doing shit like this 
eight fucking years of being married to some ugly man. And the reason why I said ugly, because let me tell you something, Tasters. It's insulting. You know, um, I've been there. When you are dating, I don't care how much money a man has. You could be dating an athlete, a musician, a, a, a dope dealer. We all, as women, take it on the chin and we feel the hit. When out of those men with money, we got the ugliest one in the bunch. I don't give a damn what nobody says. It hurts and it's insulting. You can't tell me that any woman that took Neo seriously over the years did not feel like, damn, I couldn't end up with a Usher or a Chris Brown. Or a, a, a Mario even You know like how the fuck I end up with this motherfucker Oh well he's ugly But he got money he's gonna be good to me Bull motherfucking shit God with a nigga like this And I'm not gonna give His whole backstory but he's got an ugly backstory Cause he, he was with somebody Before her that he did dirty Left her to be with this woman And this is what she got For 8 years of being with a man Who's been hatfish in the world and um, when he takes his hat off in public, you don't even know who the fuck this nigga is laying um, that you lay with every night. It's like, who who are you? You you the man I marry? Because that's how different and, and terrible he looks with his hat off. This motherfucker in eight years of marriage, according to his wife, Neo again, we're talking about, has been fucking on her unprotected and having paid unprotected sex with other women. And again, these are the men that are well, he didn't say nothing about a woman's woman's vaginal hygiene, but he definitely liked her post. Like, I don't know if he was being shady or sassy. She put up the post for the world to see, and he hit the like button on it. So that, that just shows a lot of, I don't give a fuck. And the reason why I felt so comfortable speaking about this looks, about this man's looks, because honestly, tasters, black men are very comfortable attacking us and speaking about our looks. Yeah, I keep it black because um, I don't hear a lot of non-black women. I don't care what they said or what a black man disagreed with them about. You don't really hear a lot of non-black women being attacked for being ugly and, 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 and overweight. And let's talk about why I'm mentioning this. If you all don't know Tasters, about a week ago, there was a pastor in Brooklyn. We're going to call him the hip-hop street nigga pastor. I'm not going to mention his name because you can Google him. Well, anyway, his church in Canarsie was robbed. And apparently, he was robbed for over a million dollars worth of jewelry and money on a Sunday morning at a Sunday service in his church. And he got into a back and forth with another gentleman, according to blogs. I think another gentleman who may or may not also be a pastor. And... um. This gentleman during a conference call, during a Zoom post, had a co-host with him. This co-host was, you know, on as my girl New York would say, on the plus side. She was a big mama, real big, 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 big mama. And um, a dark-skinned black woman. And the reason why I mentioned dark skin, because I feel like had she not been a dark skin and not been on the heavy side, this pastor wouldn't have said what he said to her. Well, anyway, they were addressing their concerns about the fact that a lot of people feel like the robbery was staged. And this woman, who, again, was a part of this call, went to put in her two cents and give her opinion. And this pastor 
this man of God, this Sunday service delivery man, jumped on her before she could get her words out clearly and started calling a biggie. Ain't nobody talking to you, Biggie, Biggie Big, not Biggie Smalls. What you need to concern yourself with is is weight loss. That's what you need to do. And it really fucked with me because I don't understand. Because this woman is a big woman, you know, let's call it what it is. Because she's fat, a fat black woman, she has no dog in this fight. She shouldn't have her an opinion on the subject matter. You know, telling her she ain't got nothing to do with this. Apparently, she has something to do with this because she's on this panel at this this zoom conference you know able to express her opinion but because you feel she's so fat and black and the reason why i'm mentioning black because he compared this woman to biggie a, 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 a man who was fat and and had dark skin like give me a fucking break black men like what, what what the fuck like what happened to all of you in July? It got to the point where I, every time I turned on my TV, you know, and I'm on YouTube a lot. You know, go on my phone, it's messages and posts from black men and starting with the problem with black women is like somebody snatched the mic from these motherfucking men who hate us so much for for our dark skin. If we happen to have an extra couple of pounds for having an opinion, for how we smell, for who we are. Oh, and to end my tirade on black men just treating us so harshly and talking shit about us. Let's talk about this African dude who put up a post. Apparently, he's a a life coach. Or a relationship coach, and I mean, tastes. If you go back, you got you know how I feel about most of these motherfucking relationship coaches, these um black male relationship coaches. They're all full of shit. They're all liars. They're um they're very deceitful. I was involved with one during my summer of shame. Go back to episode two of Tasty Topics, and you'll hear about the one that I dated during my summer of shame. They're they're a bunch of bullshitters. Well, anyway, some bullshit ass life coach. Put up a post about a week ago. Look, everything has happened about a week ago. And this was apparently supposed to be a love letter to his lady. And this man, Solomon Bucci is his name. I'm gonna call himself, I'm gonna call him out because he's actually proud of this love letter that he posted to his woman, to the world. And it begins: You're not the most beautiful woman. Neither are you the most intelligent woman, but like I've chosen to never find perfection in anyone else. I put my gaze on you and with that commitment, we would mold ourselves for ourselves. Our perfection is in our commitment. What the fuck is that? So basically, motherfucker, you're telling me that although I ain't the best looking and I ain't the smartest, you with me and I guess I should be glad. Tasters, where the fuck are where, where are we finding these men? Where are we getting them from? It's starting to get to the point where the things that black men are saying publicly and posting about black women. Or, you know, what, what's this new term? Black and brown and, and non-white women. The things that they're saying to us are so outrageous. 
I'm starting to think that everything is staged. Please tell me that all this shit is staged, that everything is a skit. Like the whole month of July, it was just staged shit about black men, you know, throwing black women out of cars and not wanting to have sex. So I'm going to get rid of you. I'm going to cancel your flight and stuff. Like I said, with all our talents and all our shit that we got, all our good stuff, this is the bad that we want to post. And if you would see, I want you to look this man up, Tasters. His name is Solomon Bucci, B-U-C-H-I. I don't know where he's from in the African diaspora, but he's definitely an African. And let me tell you something else, Tasters, about being involved with African men. You are in for a wild ride, depending on where they are from on that African map. Be he a Nigerian uh, from the Sudan, from Ghana or Senegal, you are in... Again, just brace yourselves, fasten your seatbelts, because that African man, I don't care how fine he is, how intelligent he is, how much money he has, is going to do something to show you that men from the African continent and men from the continent of America have very little in common. That's all I'm going to say. They're going to do or say something to make you look at them twice or make you question why you even are involved with them. And this post is proof. I'm going to give you an African story. When I was very young, I would say in my 20s, I was dating an African bodybuilder from Sudan. And that's another thing. You want to be out here dating foreign men? You got to know your country's tasters. Oh, this is for my women. He was from the Sudan. And I had no idea about men from the Sudan. I just knew that this man was one of the prettiest black men that I had ever seen. He was jet black. I'm talking about black like a, 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 a new tire. New Michelin tire on a car, and and I gotta be honest, you know, I, I was I was kind of struck because he had real silky hair, and that combo was just like mm, to me. And he was a bodybuilder. We were going to the same gym at the time here in Brooklyn, and you know what? It took me dating this man to learn that men from the Sudan apparently it's the country is about ninety something percent Muslim, and in their country. They have a very cavalier attitude about abuse towards women. I had no idea in the Sudan that women are regarded as property for a lot of men and that it is okay. I think it may even be okay. But like this, the Sudan is one of those countries in Africa that women are still being stoned. That it is okay to whip women and beat women for being disrespectful. I actually watched a video. There was a woman who was publicly whipped in the Sudan for being disrespectful. And I had no idea this. So again, my um, taste the ladies, just watch yourselves when you decide that you want to taste the rainbow and start playing around with men of other ethnicities within our blackness because we are not all the same. The man from Africa is not the man from Jamaica, is not the man from Trinidad, is not the man from Barbados, is not the man from Alabama, is not the man from Georgia, is not the man from South Carolina, is not the, they're not the same. We are not the same. We have different customs, different traditions, different beliefs, and the shit that men from some of these places feel is acceptable will make your fucking head spin. And, um, yeah, I thought that was really fucked up that he would say that to her. And, um, I want to know what her take on this is. Like, where, where's her post? 
You know, where's her love letter in response to this man? Because apparently this African man and this woman that he loves, despite her, her less than attractiveness and, you know, her low level of education, they're engaged. And um, again, he feels like this is a love letter to her. And I guess she should be happy. So anyway, Tay says, yeah, I know I did a lot of yelling and screaming today because a lot of fuck shit going on. What the hell? So I am going to end today's episode with first a plea. I want some guests. I, I got to get it together. I do want guests. Hit my Gmail. Did, did you all forget me, Tasters? Topics that you want me to discuss. If you want to be my guest, let's meet. You know, I had an issue with opening my home because I don't have a studio, nor do I have um, studio advantages or privileges right now. And I just felt funny with opening my home to people especially during this climate and it's like you know what I'm fucking ready I'm ready and and I need to get it together I'm gonna put my Batman out there he wants me to try I, I, I have a guest room a guest room that I use as a it's like a dressing room slash junk room for no reason it needs to be a studio it's big enough to be a studio my Batman has been on my back about me turning my guest room into a studio and I gotta get it done because I want some guests I'm, I'm come talk to Stella. Let's have a good time. Let's sip wine. Let 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 let's sip, you know, frozen beverages. Courtesy of my man Lance, Lance Liverpool. Look him up because he sells frozen boozy beverages. And let, let let's talk about it all. Let's talk about sex, love, romance. These wild ass celebrities. These crazy posts. Our mentals. Let's let's talk about it. So anyway, I am going to end today's episode with, uh, I know you fucking lying. Oh, before I get into, I know you fucking lying. I do want to say one thing. Tasters again, stay on the lookout. My man Llama from views of an ex podcast is going to coach me through a Patreon. We talked about it. Stay tuned for a Patreon. Cause um, I got a lot of sexy experiences that I want to discuss with you all. And again, this ain't for the table. This ain't for the tasty table at 12 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. This is definitely some tasty after dark that I'm going to get into with you all. But um, I just want to put out there, since my summer started, I've been hanging out with a lot of you Shea Butters and Kwanzaa kids. You know who I'm talking about. If you grew up in a family that said I Shay and Jumbo instead of Hello, and you can remember an elementary school from back in the days called Yahura Sasa because you probably attended Yahura Sasa. I want to call you all out. All you Kwanzaa kids, all of you Shea Butters, y'all some motherfucking freaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my black soap users, my natural hair sisters. All my men that smell like good oils and, and, and their skin shines because all they eat is mangoes and, and fish and drink pure water. Y'all are some pure freaks. And I love to see it. Love to be around it. And I'm enjoying the time and the events that I'm experiencing through you. So again, that is not subject matter for the Tuesday table at 12, but it is a tasty topic. So stay tuned for my Patreon because we're going to definitely get nasty. Anyway, let's end it with a I know you fucking lying. 
So since we gonna stay on a, um, I'm gonna stay on men's ass today. I'm gonna dig up an asshole from my past. In my Sophia from Golden Girls voice. Picture it, Brooklyn, 2004. I was seeing a young, sexy, big dick nigga with a fast motorcycle. Wasn't shit. He was from the neighborhood, but he was so fine. And we were going out, you know, whining and dining me and shit. I knew he had a lot of girls, but why wouldn't he? He was pretty. Yeah, he was one of the pretty niggas. Tall, slim, wavy hair, long, beautiful lashes, the type of skin tone that made people ask, what you mix with? What you mix with? Well, anyway, he and I were in my home one night, in my studio apartment, having us a little rendezvous session. And, um... Somebody rang my bell. I didn't know who it was. You know what this asshole jumped up and looked at me and said? You got niggas coming to your house while I'm here? What kind of shit is this? Tasters, you know what this motherfucker did? Thank God I lived on the first floor. He opened my window, said don't never call me again. And jumped out my window. Even though my window on the first floor, it was probably maybe about a three or four foot jump. It was high enough where he should have felt like an asshole afterwards. And you know what's so crazy? Found out days later that it was somebody ringing the wrong bell. That's what it was. It was somebody looking to deliver something to someone in my building. And it wasn't me. And they had the wrong fucking bell. So this idiot jumped out of my window like the amazing Spider-Man. So fearful. That I had a nigga coming over to what? Beat him up? Shoot him? Like, is this the kind of women that y'all niggas is out here dealing with? Well, what were you afraid of? And he acted stupid with me after that. Um, I was trying to explain the situation to him. He ignored my calls. He was sending me the voicemail. Talking shit. Bitch, don't call me no more. You a dumb bitch. All of this. And it was like, gotta be fucking kidding me. But black men, you gotta do better. It was just a funny moment for my life, my world. And I, I, I dodged a bullet with him anyway because he was a piece of shit. But anyway, tasters, that's it. I'm going to end it. Uh, I, I enjoyed letting some steam off, and you all have a great day. Bye. Hey, hey, tasters. Yes, I'm back after all that yelling and screaming. You know what I did want to add? One thing that my black men have gotten right this summer you all are making me feel really, really good about myself because, Tasters, I got to be real with you. My DMs are popping with messages from young men. And I'm not talking about no dirty, foul, fucked up messages either. I mean the most flattering OMG making me feel like Stella for real messages from really young men. I mean legal. <laughs> But young and young, um, I don't know how they're finding me. I guess it's because my page is open. But tasters, let me let you know, if you are single and you are looking for adventure and your page isn't open, you need to open it. Because I'm getting messages from some very, and these are not catfish. I look out of curiosity from very young men who really have their stuff together, like complimenting me and flirting with me and actually looking to date me and get to know me. And it's like, well, damn, thank you, fellas. Look, thank you, young man. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's what I, I give. Like, thanks, young man. I'm flattered, but 
what's Stella looking like to the boys? Because um, I'm not. I'm 45 years old, and I'm not talking about men who are 40, 38, 37, 36. I'm getting flirts from men in their late 20s or freshly 30. Like I said, not no knuckleheads either. Not no Nick Cannons and no ugly-ass Neos. <laughs> like, really good-looking, young, successful men. And I'm just tasters. Like I said, if you want to be adventurous, you know, everybody's fucking around with these apps. You These fucking dating apps and shit. I would say... Play with the DM sometimes, you know, like our boy said a few summers ago, it goes down in the DM. It goes down. But it's not going down for Stella Belafonte. You know, that that's just not where I'm at with it. But I don't disagree with it. You know, another tasty topic for another day. We could talk about some actual DM success stories that have happened for me. Or, you know, let's let's talk about it. Do you have a DM success story? Because these young men are out here. And I feel like cuffing season is a lie. You know, everybody talks about wintertime being cuffing season. And by summertime, your, your phone will be dry because nobody's interested. And I'm not experiencing that. I don't know. Is it my winning smile? Is it all these curves? Or is it my dope-ass podcast? <laughs> I actually just got a message from a young man in, in the DM that um, he said he's going to listen to my podcast on his drive home. And I appreciate him f- for that. And spread the word about me. Look, young man, spread the word. Like, I, I, I want more listeners because I feel like I've got a story to tell. Again, for anybody who has no idea what my platform is, it's part journal, part journalism. And we're here to have some fun. You may disagree with me. You may agree with me. And sometimes you might want to shout me out, say some things. Like, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. You know, I'm going to shout out my girl, Aisha, Simply a Goddess, who tells me that I need to open up the phone lines one day. Got to be honest with you, tasters. I don't fucking know how to do that. I don't know. You know, my bestie in Texas says that she does. I got to hit her up. Because people say that sometimes when they listen to me, they wish that I would do a live show so that they could call in. You know what? I'm going to commit myself to that, too. I'm going to post. I'm going to go live. You know what? Possibly next week, Tuesday, tasters. Stay tuned. We'll go live. I'll do a tasty, maybe a tasty after dark even. Because I like it here. I love this place. I like what I'm doing. And as far as my mentals, this is therapy for me. Because there's a lot of stuff that does affect me. You know, even things that are going on in the celebrity world, it affects me because we're all still human. Like the things that niggas like Nick Cannon are saying, you know, it affects me because I'm a woman. And it's like, I I can't believe some of the shit that these men are saying and people feel like it's okay. So you know what? I can express myself on my platform. That's what I'm here to do. Tasty topics. Thank you for sitting at my table every Tuesday. I appreciate you. I do. All three of you. Bye.